Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We will get into later this hour what's going on with the whole uh, Trump situation. He tweeted out over the weekend that he expects to be arrested tomorrow. Most people think seem to think that's not going to happen tomorrow, but they do expect him to be indicted Uh and uh, uh, why? What are the results going to be? It's a huge story. I mean, this is big. And I think some of the more important aspects of it are being under-discussed. So we'll delve into that later on, on in the hour. There's a, an absolutely fabulous piece of journalism in the New York Times. When the New York Times isn't being incredibly annoying and biased, they do terrific work. Um, Similar to 60 Minutes. When they're not being annoying and biased, they're great. Yeah, Eli Saslow uh, writing this piece, A Sandwich Shop, A Tent City, and an American Crisis. And I'm going to read chunks of it to you just because it's so very good. Uh, It affected me deeply reading this over the weekend. And we'll post it in its entirety at armstrongandgetty.com. Give you a link if you want to read the whole thing. It's pretty long. But it's the story of Joe Filacci and his wife who have worked at the same sandwich shop for four decades. He's now 69 years old. His wife's just slightly younger. And uh, they describe how he pulls up to the old station subs in the morning with no idea what to expect. Parked on a street lined with three dozen tents, grabbed a pepper spray and unlocked the door to his restaurant. 
The peace sign was still hanging above the entryway. Fake flowers remained undisturbed on every table. He picked up the phone and dialed his wife and business partner, Debbie. All clear. Everything looks good. You sure? No issues? She asked. What's going on with the neighbors? He looked out the window toward Madison Street, which had become the center of one of the largest homeless encampments in the country, with as many as 1,100 people sleeping outdoors. 1,100 people. So he goes, like, to see if it's safe enough for his wife to come in to work at their shop. Every day. Wow. Way to protect the the citizens. The business they've spent their entire lives building. Yeah. On this February morning, he could see a half dozen men pressed around a roaring fire. A young woman was lying in the middle of the street, wrapped beneath a canvas advertising banner. A man was weaving down the sidewalk in the direction of Joe's restaurant with a saw, muttering to himself, then stopping to urinate a dozen feet from Joe's outdoor tables. It's the usual chaos and suffering, he told Debbie, but the restaurant's still standing. Which has seemed like an open question uh, each morning for the last three years. The epidemic of homelessness, etc. They go in the into the uh, the pandemic. Uh, cities across the West have been transformed by a housing crisis, a mental health crisis, and an opioid epidemic. All of which landed on the at the doorsteps of small businesses already reaching a breaking point because of the pandemic. Listen to this. In Seattle, more than twenty three hundred businesses had left downtown since the beginning of twenty twenty. This story is wow. about Phoenix, but they're doing a little survey around America. Wow, that's incredible. A group of fed-up small business owners in Santa Monica, California, had hung a banner on the city's promenade that read, Santa Monica is not safe. Crime, depravity, outdoor mental asylum. And in Phoenix, where the number of people living on the streets has more than tripled since 2016, businesses had begun hiring private security firms to guard their property and lawyers to file a lawsuit against the city for failing to manage a great humanitarian crisis. The city says, look, we're pouring money into this like crazy. What do you want us to do? But I like, uh, the, flat- the, I like the sign that says outdoor mental institution. That is what it Here's is. The the reality for the Falachis, they'd signed onto the lawsuit as plaintiffs. They also bought an extra mop to deal with the daily flow of human waste, replaced eight shattered windows with plexiglass, installed a wrought iron fence around the property, and continued opening their doors at exactly 8 o'clock each morning to greet the first customer of the day. Then they go into typical day. A woman walks in, walks up to the counter, Carrying a garbage bag. I need to place a huge order. I own a Dairy Queen. Or I own Dairy Queen. Debbie asks, playing along. Oh, wow. Which one? All of them. I'm the queen of the queen. <laughs> That's wonderful, Debbie said. As she led the woman to a table, etc., etc. Would you like me to take an order? Debbie asked. You know why I'm here, the woman said, suddenly banging her fist on the table. Don't patronize me. The king needs his payment. Oh, boy. She refilled the woman's water and walked behind the counter to find Joe. So a person that's either mentally ill or on drugs or they ruined their brain because of drugs. Yeah. Then they go into the fact that she, Debbie, has been begging him. We've got to get out of here. This is killing me. The stress is killing me. But their entire plan, as they get to later, and they busted their asses their entire life to build this sandwich shop. Their plan was to build it, sell it, and retire on the proceeds. But as they get into later in the article, people uh, are interested in the business. Then they come and see it. Oh, and sure. And they see what's around How the hell it. And they gonna... drive away. Oh, yeah, you can't sell that. Not for any amount of money that you'd want to get out of it. 
And they go into some detail on the crazy lady and her interactions. And it gives you a sense, if you've ever dealt with people like this, of how stressful it can be. Because you don't know, are they going to wander away? Are they going to stay all day and frighten your customers? Are they going to commit an act of violence? Are they about to stab me? Right. Right. The restaurant was located a half mile from Arizona's state capital in an industrial neighborhood, warehouses and crisscrossing train tracks, etc., uh, it attracted a small number of transients through the years. Over the years, Joe and Debbie came to know many by name, listened to their stories of evictions, medical debt, mental illness, and addiction. Together, they agreed that it was their job to be Christly, to offer not only compassion, but help. Then they go into a fair amount of detail. They opened the restroom. They they got people water. They cashed unemployment and disability checks at wow. no cost. Wow. They, They've gone way beyond like what I would do. To try to they help hired people. homeless people and convicts and whatever, did anything they could, and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Here's, here's a couple of key paragraphs before we take a break. But the homeless population in Phoenix continued, continued to grow by hundreds each year, even as the city's supply of shelter beds remained relatively flat, and the federal court ruling, the disastrous Boise ruling, in 2018 required places with no shelter capacity to allow some camping in public spaces. The city's average rent rose by more than 80% during the pandemic. I, Joe Getty, have never denied rising rents has a role in this, but a lot of activists say it is the main thing, and it's absolutely not. That's not true. A wave of evictions drove more people from their homes, et cetera, et cetera. Soon there were hundreds of people sleeping within a few blocks of the sandwich shop, old station, most of them suffering from mental illness or substance abuse as they lived out their private lives within public view of the restaurant. So that's that's the New York Times saying most of them suffer from substance abuse or mental illness? Correct, yeah. Yes, most. They slept on Joe and Debbie's outdoor tables, defecated on their back porch, smoked methamphetamine in their parking lot, washed clothes in their bathroom sink, pilfered bread and gallon jars of pickles from their delivery trucks, had sex on their patio, masturbated within view of their employees, and lit fires for warmth that burned down palm trees and scared away customers. Finally, Joe and Debbie could think of nothing else to do but to start calling their city councilman, the city manager, the mayor, the governor, the police. And then they go into a bunch of different calls. Um, got a guy outside who's naked, trespass, trespassing, knows some serious help. They're throwing rocks from across the street at our windows, breaking and entering, vandalism, harassment. I'm probably leaving such, some stuff all out. She's swinging a pipe at our customers. Would you consider that normal? These are a bunch of quotes. It's a fire the size of my house. My customers are trying to eat and they can't even breathe. Gunshots, shouting. It goes on all day. God, that is incredible. It's a bakery? It's a sandwich shop. Sandwich shop, right. Yeah. Sandwich mm-hmm. shop. Yeah. You know, I'd like to get a BLT, but uh, that guy masturbating him over there is really kind of putting me off my, yeah. my lunch. So. Yeah. They go into the hundreds, the thousands of calls for help that go on within a couple of blocks. Woman sprawled on her sidewalk with her face against the pavement for hours, not even moving. And she calls 911. I'm concerned. Well, you go check her. Oh, wow. We have no time. Wow. That ruling by, was it one judge in Boise? Yeah, I believe so. That yeah. might be one of the most consequential rulings in many decades. And I remember the Supreme Court passed on taking a look at it a year or two later to my shock and horror. Right. That's not, they, did, they must just not be aware. The Supreme Court must not be aware of what that's done to all of the big Western cities. That one ruling. 
So when we come back a little more from this article, because it is so dramatic and powerful, the point being made in case you have to take off or whatever, is this situation is stealing life savings. It's stealing dreams. It's ruining lives. It is confiscating the products of hard work of a lot of great citizens and Americans. And for all the wrong reasons. Well, and just from a, a practical standpoint in all these cities, hey, you're going to lose everybody. I mean, you just, people are fleeing like crazy. You're going to lose yeah. all your businesses downtown. All your taxpayers are leaving. It's, so what do we do about this? The answer is painful and uncomfortable, but I'm going to give it to you next segment. Oh, boy. Joe's going to give it to us next segment. Not like that guy in the parking lot. You. I know you. And then uh, Trump's indictment, where we are on that. And why oh, Why did the big talk shows downplay it yesterday? I have a theory. I thought that was interesting. All on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. So the New York Times was reporting how the Trump crowd was pressuring DeSantis to pick a side in the whole Trump indictment thing. 
And, uh, and there was a fair amount of discussion about that yesterday. Well, DeSantis has spoken on it in recent oh. in the last few minutes. So we'll get to that coming up. Yeah, yeah. Yet another tawdry aspect to a tawdry story. Right. Speaking of tawdry, we're talking about this uh, powerful New York Times piece about uh, bums and junkie camps in Phoenix and how they're ruining businesses and properties and dreams and how it's completely out of control. Talking about this uh, this family that's been trying to run a sandwich shop for, for decades now, and they're just about to retire, and their dreams are all being ruined by the, the junkie camp next door. Um, and they profile this guy, Kip, who's 65 years old, carrying his bucket and 10-foot window-washing pole. In the last year, he had lost his business to heroin addiction, his apartment to eviction, and his truck to an accident. Now he's working to get clean, leaving his tent at 5.30 each morning uh, for an appointment at a methadone clinic before riding the city bus to businesses to clean windows for as little as 3 bucks each. He had washed 268 windows in the last month, wasn't anywhere near getting back on his feet. Um... So he instead settled into an encampment so immense that it operated as its own separate economy. Blue fentanyl pills sold for $2, and anyone could trade a decent pair of shoes for a week's supply of methamphetamine. A group of young people, young men in the encampment had begun selling off pieces of the public sidewalk, charging each person $20 a week for what they called lot rent and security. Wow. So we're going to allow criminal gangs to own and sell parts of the sidewalk but if the city says no it belongs to us so get off of it that's not okay right exactly yeah well said that seemed ridiculous to kip until he decided not to pay and awoke one night to the smell of someone dousing his tent with lighter fuel about to burn him alive in it and they go on that fashion um Joe came into work the next morning, this is the proprietor of the sandwich shop, and saw a bag of drugs in the road, human waste on the sidewalk, a pit bull wandering the street, and blood-soaked napkins blowing toward his restaurant patio, where he and Debbie were scheduled to meet with a real estate agent about the future of Old Station. Debbie still insisted she was ready to be done with the restaurant. Joe didn't want to run it without her, but he also didn't want to board it up and walk away with nothing. They'd spent the past several months exploring a compromise, seeing if they could sell the business and retire together. They asked their agent, are they getting any bites? The takeaway is, yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people think, wow, what a great business, a long-time business. Then they take a look at it and the junkie camp next door, and they drive away as fast as they can. Of course, there's no way you'd buy that place. Not for anything close to what it's worth. And they go into how they built the success of this place by being the the friendly. We greet every customer. We joke with them at the cash register. It's a we're you're a part of our family. We're a part of yours type effort for decades now. It's all going to hell. Uh, they don't have a pension. Their plan had always been to invest in the business, sell it and use the money to retire. Now they don't know what they're going to do. And they go into the very poignant back and forth between Joe and his wife, Debbie, about how she's just exhausted and afraid. And he's begging her to hang on a little while longer to see if it turns around. It's just sad. Then he goes to visit his buddy, the art gallery owner, who who describes himself as a bleeding heart and has tried to help all these people. And they go paragraph after paragraph about how, and person after person after person of how he tried to help them, but they just stole from him till he had to kick him out or they died or whatever and just they ran through his generosity like water through a sieve i mean and finally uh oh 
Uh, he says, this is uh, Joel, not Joe, but Joel, the gallery owner. Not a lot of happy endings here these days. He took out his phone, handed it to Joe, and hit play on a video that he recorded a few nights earlier from the window of his upstairs apartment. There were 26 broken streetlights in the encampment because of vandalism and wire theft. So the video was dark except for the reflection of police lights, which illuminated one man being handcuffed and another lying dead on the ground. My wife and I were relaxing after dinner, all fat and happy, and then it was bap, 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 Joel said. Did you hit the floor? Joe asked. Well, yeah, we have our castle dark and our fortress strong, but it's becoming crazy. Our fence got caught the other night. There was a woman in our yard screaming and yelling her head off in Spanish. Um, I'm realizing here lately that we're living in a friggin' hell hole. Us, us, them, inside, outside. Who's it working for? When does it stop? Not yet, said his friend. It's hard to believe, but they're telling me it's going to get worse. Then they go into another pistol-waving uh, incident. And how Joe comes in in the morning, and there was a gunshot as he was opening the restaurant, and he's struggling with how to tell his wife about it without scaring her even more. And she shows up finally. Wow, tough morning, she asked. He took her inside the restaurant while he tried to come up with the right words. It was only one shot. The restaurant was still standing. They'd run Old Station together for 37 years. Maybe they could hang on for a while longer. But instead, Joe put his hand on her shoulder, and he told her the only thing that felt true. The whole thing's a disaster, he said. I get it. It's okay. I understand why you're done. Well, what a sad story that is. So the takeaway, and we don't really have time for this, is the idea that the solution will be painless or gentle or sweet is completely fanciful and idiotic. We need to enforce the law. We need to make it miserable to be a junkie on the streets. And I'll tell you what I mean. I'm not talking about anything horrific or fascist or anything like that. We need to enforce the law. And the ACLU is mentioned several times in this story, opposing every single sane and reasonable measure to get these people off the streets. If you miss an hour of this show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So Governor DeSantis of Florida, who's clearly running for president, took a fair amount of crap from uh, people on the right last week for how he handled the whole do I support Ukraine thing. Wall Street Journal called it DeSantis's first big mistake. Well, it'll be interesting to see how they feel about his answer today. Just a few minutes ago, he weighed in on the whole Donald Trump indictment story, which he'd kept his mouth shut for, what, 48 hours on. Mm-hmm. And uh, listen to this coming up. It's pretty good. Okay, excellent. So I wanted to finish up the discussion of the the tragic and dramatic story of the poor couple running the Phoenix sandwich shop and how they're just being destroyed, all of their hopes and dreams by the junkie camp that surrounds them and the city's unwillingness or inability to do anything about it and and what the solutions are to this problem now that we've let it go so far and a couple of things that we've said many times through the years return to mind number one being uh, that order without compassion is brutality and we don't want that nobody wants that only a monster wants that on the other side compassion without order is chaos and you can't run a society with chaos and we've conducted this experiment and I'm, I'm reminded of the absolutely fabulous and so honest and powerful article in the Atlantic last year I think it was how San Francisco became a failed city written by a woman who is a progressive and a San Franciscan and the rest of it realizing that the experiment in compassion without order had resulted in a horror and, you know, I'd love to quote from it more, but we don't have time. And, and the most powerful part of that to me, as I've quoted before, was this doesn't feel like compassion to me, easing our young people into death on the sidewalk. And the point is, there's no painless solution. It will be uncomfortable for a lot of people when we do what clearly must be done. You must enforce the law. Europe will tell you, oh, yeah, we allow people to use drugs, but they have to follow the laws, all of them. We run them from the sidewalks. We do not permit lawlessness just because you're on drugs. We need to clear the camps. We need to run vagrants out of the parks. We need to enforce the laws, and to the extent that progressive courts uh, halt them, we need to appeal and appeal and appeal and appeal. Or we will kill thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people because we have made it so easy and comfortable to be junkies. In the same way that it's painful to make your kid do their homework instead of doing it for them, we've got to demand that people live up to to their responsibilities as members of society. Well, as you said uh, last segment, so there's going to be some ugliness and pain. Well, how about... We stop putting all the ugliness and pain on the uh, average citizen. The average taxpayer is not doing anything wrong. The businesses, the people that want to take their kids to the park. So far, all the compassion has been toward the drug addicts sleeping in the park or in the, 
you know, in front of your doorway while you're trying to run your business with no compassion for the family that wants to go to the park with their kids or tries to run a business. Right. They're bearing the pain and ugliness. You're absolutely right. And, you know, just as a metaphor, uh, I got bad joints. And this is not about me. It's about, uh, you know, my, my family genetics. We have arthritis, a lot of us. And the only way to fix the problems with a couple of my joints was to do a surgery where they sawed off the bones and implanted prosthetics and put them in. It was painful. It was expensive. And, you know, it took a hell of a lot of work. The idea that we're going to solve this enormous sociological crisis in a way that's not painful, expensive, and a lot of work is just fanciful. If you don't demand that people follow the law, they will not follow the law. We need to enforce the law, period. So a giant political story erupted over the weekend. I would assume you heard about it since you all are kind of into the news. Trump truthing out that he was going to be arrested on Tuesday. A lot of my favorite thinkers and pundits had looked at what was going on with the... uh, investigation into the Stormy Daniels, what they call hush money payment. A lot of my favorite people said, yeah, it actually looks like he's going to be indicted. So this wasn't just your BS. They've been talking about Trump being indicted for six years. Russia gate hoax thing was actually going to happen. And then Trump truthed it out and is like, holy crap. So media went nuts over it, as you would expect, because it's a very big deal. First time a sitting or former president has ever been indicted. Um, or arrested, and just what a huge political story. And not only that, that not only is a former president, be one thing if you arrested you know, Jimmy Carter or uh, Bush one or whatever, they weren't going to run again. But Trump is not only going to run again, but he's the most likely person to win the nomination. And so he's going to be prosecuted by the other party. And, you know, it's got, it's got so much ugliness and craziness around it. And um, Uh, So I thought it was interesting that yesterday on the Sunday talk shows, I thought it would be their lead story. They have led with so many stupid Trump stories over the last half dozen years where Michael Michael Avenatti joins us here on Face the Nation to talk about. And, you know, he was a he was a criminal and a huckster. And our Adam Schiff with another sources tell me indictments are close B.S., uh, but they buried this one. I thought, what? I was so shocked to see Elizabeth Warren joins us to talk about the banking crisis. Wait a second. You're not leading with the Trump. He's going to be a rested story. <laughs> All these years of salivating over the idea. And it's got to be because they either uh, worry because they all live in New York that there's going to be mayhem and or they bought into this idea that it's going to make Trump's poll numbers go up or both. Uh, which uh, I think the first one is over, over, overstated. I don't think there's going to be major violent riots. I do think him getting indicted is going to make his poll numbers go up by a lot. Well, just in that you get tired of seeing you know, certain people and institutions do what is indefensible over and over again, and you want to defend the guy. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, this indictment is a joke. Makes me way more likely to uh, support him than I was before. If you're going to, you're really going to go through with this over this stupid story that even the New York Times says is really a stretch to try to turn it into something that you ought to uh, indict somebody over. Wow. But a novel legal strategy, it's being called. 
So uh, the Trump people were putting pressure on DeSantis, feeling like maybe they had him in a box. Okay, you going to come out and support a Trump on this one? Or are you going to act like it's okay that the uh, New York DA goes after Trump? So that was a story in the New York Times. DeSantis under pressure to pick a side. Well, DeSantis spoke a little bit ago, and I think came up with something pretty brilliant. It includes laughter from the crowd as he's speaking to them. And we'll, uh, we'll play that for you next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What's so surprising in the reporting is that there's not much planning going on, at least between the Trump camp and the Manhattan district attorney. People close to the former president say there are real gaps, tensions between the DA and the Trump team about how this could unfold, whether there would be a perp walk or cameras or the former president walking in, whether he would have a private entrance or not. What we do know is that the Manhattan district attorney, Alvin Bragg, has informed his own colleagues that he will do everything he can to keep them, them safe, knowing the former president has called for protests. There's a lot of unease inside the Manhattan DA's office at this time. Whenever there is an indictment, should it come, it would be coordinated by NYPD and Secret Service and other local authorities. CBS News has learned there are some conversations among those entities at this moment. Okay. But there is going to be a mugshot and a fingerprinting and all that sort of stuff. And in New York State, Mugshots are not released, but uh, there is some speculation it would leak somehow. 
I mean, because a mm-hmm. mugshot of Donald Trump would be a pretty big deal. Well, and I guarantee you'll be smiling broadly like it's a campaign poster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Uh, Andy McCarthy writing in the National Review, this is a political gambit by a progressive prosecutor whose softness on hardened criminals jeopardizes New Yorkers. No one who is not named Donald Trump would be charged with the trifling, stale violation that Bragg is struggling to inflate into a felony. That's well said. And he is a never-Trumper at this point, that guy, Andy McCarthy, I just quoted. So uh, Ron DeSantis was under some pressure, according to the New York Times and Jonathan Swan of Axios, to speak out, defend Donald Trump, or your silence is deafening. Well, the Trump camp is like forcing everybody to comment on it. Yeah, they want people to take sides, and they're, and they're they're saying, you know, history will judge you for the fact that you didn't uh, you didn't stand up for what is all good and right. Above so DeSantis must have must have decided he needed to say something because he he took a question about it a little bit ago, a bit ago, and this is what he said, and this is pretty long, but I thought he handled it really well and st- and cleverly in two different directions, and enjoy the laughter also. So I've seen rumors swirl. I have not seen any facts uh, yet, and so I don't know what's going to happen. But I do know this. The, the Manhattan district attorney is a Soros-funded prosecutor. And so he, like other Soros-funded prosecutors, they weaponize their office to impose a political agenda on society at the expense of the rule of law and public safety. He has downgraded over 50% of the felonies to misdemeanors. He says he doesn't want to even have jail time for the vast, vast majority of crimes. And what we've seen in Manhattan is we've seen the, sky, the, the crime rate go up and we've seen citizens become less safe. And so you're talking about this situation with, and look, I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political Okay, so you can end it there. So, Ladies and gentlemen, the next president of the United States, Ron DeSantis. (laughs) So, so he, like I said, he took a pretty good beating from a lot of pundits about his answer on Ukraine. This one, though, is pretty clever. So he got in the whole, I'm against these woke DAs and everything. You know, I'm on the right side of that. And, and mentioned his, his main rivals sleeping with porn stars and hush money payments. He got that in there twice. The fact that the crowd laughed when he said that. Because he did the fourth. I don't know that much about paying a porn star to cover up an affair with hush money. <laughs> Right, right. That's pretty clever. And then back to the, but I am against woke DAs letting criminals go and everything, which is absolutely true. Could not be on the side of that. And then bringing back one more time with a porn star. So he's willing to prosecute a porn star hush money payment from an affair cheating on your wife, but not go after the real criminals. (laughs) That was pretty good. Couple of points. Only pundits were bashing DeSantis for his Ukraine answer. He's about the voters. Secondly, and nobody's talking about it. Secondly, uh, evangelical America, their relationship with Trump is difficult to explain. Well, it's not that difficult to explain. Trump fights against a lot of the forces that they want to fight against. On the other hand, you have DeSantis, happily married with a couple of beautiful little kids, who seems to be a family man and the rest of it, and a moral man, 
Uh, he went ahead and uh, mentioned the porn lady a couple of times, I think, <laughs> to reinforce that uh, I don't have to worry about that and I don't yeah. know anything about it. Right, right. Yep. That was pretty good. That was very, very good. Cause the, and he does such a good job of describing the whole uh, Marxist progressive DA thing, the Soros funding. The, he knows that stuff chapter and verse. He does a very good job of dismantling it, and we need that. So I read from Mark Halpern a little bit earlier uh, on what he wrote in his newsletter over the weekend about how the, the media should not have so much glee over this. I mean, even if it happens, this is not something to be excited about. If a former president who's likely to be the nominee for a party is brought down by the other party prosecuting, that, that's that's not good for America in any way. Um, so there's that. But then he went on to write, the usual outrageous double standard the dominant media applies to Republicans and Democrats is on vivid display right now because of the Hunter James Biden story. I now believe this episode will go down in history as one of the worst performances of the, the, the dominant media in the last 50 years. And that will be true even if Hunter is not guilty of anything at all and even if the White House Republicans overreach. The lack of curiosity on the part of the press here is chilling and stands in stark contrast to their delighted interest in all things Stormy Daniels and their pro forma conviction of Donald Trump. Yeah, well said. Yeah, the fact that they're paying no attention to this new information that came out last week where so now his daughter-in-law is getting a check from the Chinese energy company for some reason? What the? No interest. All right. It's unbelievable. Mark Halpern calls that the worst episode of the dominant media uh, being biased in 50 years. He might be right. Wow. Wow. Hey, on a related note, um, although there's certainly more to be said on that, next hour, one of the things I want to touch on is... uh, I don't want to give too much of it away, but the Twitter files investigation looking into a lot of the quashing of so-called disinformation, misinformation about COVID has revealed some of the treasured institutions in the United States openly admitting, yes, this is true, but we need to silence it because it might hurt uh, our efforts. In other words, openly admitting, at least to themselves, part of our job is to not only silence misinformation, but silence the truth if it gets in our way. Yet another great example of why you should never, ever trust censors. That's to come. I look forward to hour four of the Armstrong and Getty show, and if I don't get it, I'll listen to it on the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Do you want to hear some fascinating Grover Cleveland information? He I was, didn't really wake up hoping to, but yes, go ahead. He was president of the United States, and I came across this over the weekend, and I just thought it was interesting. First of all, I didn't know that Gen- that Grover Cleveland is generally reckoned to be our second heaviest president after Taft. Oh, yeah. Most yeah, estimates man. of his weight come in at between 260 and 275, back in a day when, you know, nobody was that heavy. That uh, And there are plenty of photographs that suggest that may be the low end of the estimate for Grover Cleveland. But this is, this is, this is a good quote from him that I liked. And then some of the media coverage of him. As virtually any photo of the man attests, Cleveland loved to eat and drink and not exercise. He once wrote that, and I'm going to get this tattooed on my back, bodily, <laughs> bodily movement alone, 
undertaken from a sense of duty or upon medical advice is among the dreary and unsatisfying things of life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now that's a commitment to staying still. I also like this. When Cleveland got married, some newspapers, and the person says here, trust us, there was no golden age of journalistic civility, folks. Newspapers speculated as to whether the first lady would survive the honeymoon. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) You see, he's so fat, he will kill her. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's good stuff. Have you, have you been uh, enjoying that uh, the Twitter thread of that graphic artist who's been using AI to uh, do portraits of all the presidents if they were like 70s detectives? Oh, and I all hadn't the presidents seen that one. if they were pro wrestlers? No, I saw the Pixar one, but I haven't seen the other ones. Yeah, all the presidents as if they were Pixar characters. The, the, the 70s detective one, that was not the way he described it, but that's what it looked like. Mm. They're all like tough guys with sideburns and stuff like that. Um, been really really funny but yeah those portraits have made it clear that grover cleveland was a big old boy i don't think he could get elected that well chris christie might put that to the test this year nah not gonna happen because of his weight or just i just don't think he's that compelling a a candidate he's a super smart guy he's an interesting guy i wouldn't mind seeing him as an ag or something like that but um what's really interesting is that, and I think, excuse me, I got the bat fever. Quit blaming the bats. That is a speciesist argument. It's the coon dog? The dog cat? Dog the dog beavers. Fox. That's a raccoon, raccoon dog. Raccoon, raccoon dog. Yeah, that's it. Well, and I licked the pangolin. I heard it can make you high. Anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Seriously. I don't know. I don't know what you were talking about. What? Yep. I had a point to make. It I'm was sure important. You didn't. Well, maybe it'll Fat come an presidents, hour. Fat Grover Cleveland, <laughs> maybe, crushing your bride. <laughs> I can't remember. Maybe it'll come an hour four. Get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.